evening ladies and gentlemen welcome to the poetry in life podcast it was like he's still ambitious about childish things we wanted without really recognizing the things that it's there's external things that you can run after mm. but then the internal changes that come with being prepared for those things yeah you didn't recognize you didn't it, it. You know didn't I mean? the character that comes with like hard work yeah diligence the ability to mm. to fail and try again yeah the ability to even start so for you now all of those things um it's not really there i think it's still a fantasy yeah the thing is that with Uta L, i sort of the thing that attracted us, I don't know what attracted like a group of people to him, but I feel like we all had a thing that attracted us to him. And with me, I felt like he was a dreamer that way. Yeah. But uh, with the way that life went and going into work and actually doing practical stuff and seeing how life is, no, yeah. no, 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 it was like, okay, I can be a dreamer for sure. You know what the real world is, you know what it takes to succeed, Lawe. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter if you're out here deciphering the numbers of the universe or whatever, sure. whatever, whatever. If you don't make anything out of it. Because yeah. there's this one there's this one clip of um that I put on my status a while back. It's this guy that says human beings life are based on results. Yeah. So if you don't make something out of your life, you remain ordinary. People sure. are just going to say, okay, I, he was a human being. Yeah. But if you want to say, well, no, he was great. Yeah. Then the results are all that matters. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know this. But you already sort of greeted earlier, boss. Because, you know, with that thing, now if I can say, I think as a band, we've got two things that we can focus on. Yeah. It's the real, the present time mm-hmm. that we've been in the moment, you know, learning from the past, which is something that we, can, we, all, we all do. But also the, the way we picture the future is also important. Because, let me take this for example. You know, I watch a lot of shows on SCPC1. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, Tzotzi and Wonao. Uh, Otao, yeah. And I had, an, I had a picture of Soweto, I had a picture of the townships here, and I felt yeah. like they were much better than the townships that I came from. Mm. Like, it's lit, it's ah, uh, mm. everything, like how dang Josie, I wanna, like his city of gold, man, I want mm. I want, and everything, it's like it's, it's just nah, I want, and it was just like a, an imagination that I had. But when I traveled from Eastern Cape and I came to the side for the change is that I went to, to see a to Tembis. Yeah. When I got there, I'm like, I it's the same. It's the same thing. <laughs> Obviously, it's much bigger. Yeah, and it's closer to more opportunities because it's Joburg. Mm. It's, there's more opportunities this side. Yeah. But still, the culture, the way people go about their day-to-day activities, mm. they, there's factories next to the to the townships. So the thinking might be different, but the people, uh, people are still doing the same things. Mm. You know I mean? So I think with also talking about Udael and, and other other people like him and yeah. perhaps we are like him in, in a way or do I, I think it's just he focused on the imagination part too much like it's going to manifest itself yeah it's, but that's just not how it works it's like when someone wants to 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 it's like when you dream about getting a million yeah but not accumulating it 
it's just like one day it's gonna happen, one day it's gonna happen. The reason that um the reason that people write their affirmations and all of that in like diaries and stuff like that is so that they can look at it and it can be stuck in their mind when they are like trying to procrastinate. Yeah. So that it says Focus. why are you why are you procrastinating when you have this goal? Yeah. You said you want a million quarter, you're doing nothing about it. Yeah. So you're not actually manifesting because manifesting sure it comes from the soul, but it comes with a lot of hard work that yeah. we're doing physical. Yeah. It's the metaphysical into the physical. Yeah. And it doesn't just come for free. Because like most things that you don't bring about happiness, I think, is the is these things you get through achievement. Because mm. like you know the saying says, uh, easy come, easy go. Yeah. It's the same for most things, man. And I think you know you don't really know the value of things that just come to jail. But you know the value of things that you work for. That's why I was like watching I'm listening to that uh, phrase. Yeah. Because he knows the work he put in. He knows what he had to do. Like um I remember he said it's he was working out and um he took a twenty second break and ended up tenth in the workout. Yeah, okay. like in 10th place mm. and he realized that it's because he took that 20 second break, break. Mm. when he wasn't supposed to that then he made him um, come 10 you know so it's a lot of things man it's habits it's the way we see things and it's the way we work and it's the way we grow but have you realized but like we've already built habits but just like we did them unconsciously and we got so comfortable that yeah. now that we're trying to go into new habits and we're fighting the old ones. It's like it's almost like we're betraying ourselves. God, we were trying to do better. Yeah. But it feels like what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. As like that moment. Uh, it's like when what you say, you know, like when you say, uh, it's like driving, but then still looking at the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah, yeah. One of the things also, I think sometimes we tend to we tend to that creates the idea of ourselves yeah based on past experiences and also neglecting to know that we're growing you know that uh, the environment is not it's not the same because time has already passed and now you've had new ideas and you're doing new things yeah so though we were that person but you shouldn't hold on to that person and it's just a thing of letting go for me because i might fail now since i failed like 10 modules mm-hmm. i only pass one and I'll say, like, you know, I was a very good student. I was diligent. I don't know what changed. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, nothing changed. Nothing really changed, obviously, because that was then. You were doing high school. Yeah. But now you had to change and adapt to, to varsity. I know. But, and not yeah. try to hold on to the work ethic and and the style that you're studying or mm. the, the, the way that you were then. You should try to adapt to the lifestyle you created, like we've created here, mm. and then just try to make the best out of that. I feel like it's because every single time we reach a new peak in life, we yeah. feel like there's nothing that can get harder than this. Yeah. Because in grade 12, we thought, ah, there's nothing harder than grade 12. But symmetric, ah, we think, ah, it's hard. Okay, no. Let's say, I think grade 11 was a bit harder than metric, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. So we were thinking about, okay, I grade 11 and metric, I, those were the hard years. Yeah. And Varsity looked so good on TV. And we were like, hi, it must be easy. It must be easy. Must be that drinking every night, because they still get to class in the right. morning. And, well, they still get their assignments done. But 
picking up hot girls, doing everything. They, yeah, well, mm. so it looked easy in theory, but yeah, practical is a whole different issue. I think it's true. Like you know, with with all these things, um, we don't see the journey. We just see the like. Look at those guys that the items used to put on the podium. Uh. I think it would have been fair to us now if they had people that pulled out. They bring them back and they say, "Here's the students. You were once like them. Yeah. You were indecisive. You didn't know what you wanted. You didn't know where you were going to end up. Mm. Why they could have brought those guys, and then we hear their testimonies mm. as well as the guys that did succeed. Yeah. Not that we wanna both embarrass sides. them or anything, mm. but we wanted them to tell the story so that uh, it can resonate and we can relate. You know what I mean? Maybe there was a guy who pulled up in first year and was like, you know, I don't want to do engineering. I don't yeah. want to do calculus for the rest of my life. You know, I'd rather be a musician or yeah. I'd rather go into business because that's something that I'm passionate about now. You know. And right now we're here thinking that no one in the program has probably dropped out of varsity or mm. something like that because we don't know. We've never heard about it. They don't talk about it. We only know the glamorous side of it. Mm. You know? And it's and it's and it's bad, right? Like it's really really bad. And I think it's also one of the reasons why some of the guys like Otael, like they didn't progress so much. Yeah. I remember when I was sitting in a civil class, no, not that O, not that A, no, lambda now, see, no, and we were sitting there, and then there was always this thing of like I remember she got a, a really low mark, like a really 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 low mark. I think it was seventeen. Yeah. But then she was like, ah, at least I got double digits. She accepted it. Yeah. But then the other guys were like, well, like ah, Marissa, you know, people go to varsity and. They still finish, but then they're overqualified and they don't have experience. Mm. So they don't hire. They don't hire you because you're overqualified, and they don't hire you because you don't have experience. So you might as well just doesn't really matter. I think just getting it like what they said didn't really really make sense mm. because they were basing it off of other people's opinions, you know, and not really going there and being in the moment and yeah. and, 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 and putting up with the fight. So yeah, man. like for me, that one of the poems that I like from Brene Brown. I don't know if you know the poem called The Man in the Arena. Uh-uh. You don't know the poem called The Man in the Arena? First of all, I write poetry, but I don't, I don't really read that much. Ah, okay. <laughs> I don't read poetry like that. poetry you? I read a lot of books, like novels, or mm. yeah, like self-help books, or I'm trying to read more self-help books more. Yeah. That you see, I'm posting about 48 Laws of Power. That took a lot longer than I thought it would. You read that whole finish. thing? Yeah. Yo. I finished it. I thought I wouldn't finish it, but I read a few, just as much as I could per day, and then I finally just finished everything. And then woke up on the Alchemist. Uh-huh. I don't think I've read a page pa- pa- since pa- like Paulo something, huh? Huh? The Alchemist by Paulo something. Yeah, Paulo. Hey, I forgot. I forgot his name too. Like, got a. It's actually a good book. No, I thought it would be exactly. I thought it would be like for eight laws of power, where to try and instruct you mm-hmm. with historical lessons. Or uh, in this case, it's like you're going through the journey of. I don't want to spoil it, but if you're going through the journey of this young boy, who is doing one job his whole life, yeah, and he's growing up and that's all he knows. Or uh, in his heart, he's like, I want to travel, but he has no money. And then one day he meets this old man that says, you can go travel. You just have to give up everything that you know. And you have to sell it so that you can go chase your dream. That's deep. And that's where I'm at at the book now. He's chasing his dream. He's got to the other side, the new place. He has no money. And he's thinking, why did I do this? Regret, whatever, whatever. 
the yeah. whole of that is coming to him. And he's sort of regressing, but I'm thinking there's going to be a moment where he comes back to his senses, but yeah. we're seeing the journey in The Alchemist. Yeah. And I think there's a saying as well that says um, some things are better to be admired than to be owned. Because mm. um, most things, I I I believe this, mm. but it's it's, it's it's a controversial yeah. in a way. Okay. But um, if you if you decide to commit to something, you basically forfeit the reason why you fell in love with it. How so? In the beginning, let me yeah. say that so, you forfeit the reason why you, you, you fell in love with it in the beginning, mm. and the reason why I, I said that. Oh, quote, because you couldn't have it, and so that's why you loved it, sort of. Yeah. Because you didn't know its reality, you just saw your vision of it your and how your, your 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 fantasy of how it would be like to have yeah. it. Okay, I, so you kind of forfeit okay. the reason why mm. you fell in love with it in the first place yeah. when you come into something. Uh, like like let me say let's say I love UFC mm. and it's like damn I wanna be a fighter, those guys are athletic. <laughs> what what? <laughs> or if I wanna be using both like damn yeah. I wanna run it fast. That's what I admire about yeah, him. He's, he's an athlete. He's the fastest in the world. That's what I aspire to be. So that's how I fall in love with mm. sprinting. Yeah. 100 meters sprinting. But when I, once I start and I commit to become a sprinter, you know. And you realize, but hey, this is hard. I still have to break the 10 second barrier. Exactly. Yeah. But then and, going back to the, to the poem, man, yeah. the man in the arena. Mm. The poem says, it is not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how strong the man stumbles. Yeah. Or the doer of deeds. Would have done that better, done, done them better. Mm. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and great enthusiasms. The great devotions who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst, if he fails, at least falls while daring greatly. And the thing about this poem is, um, I think you know some people can judge like you can be like ah you can never be able to do A, B, and C. Yeah. But like this poem says, you know, like it says, um, trying and failing, yeah, and achievement is inseparable. Mm. And that I can say the theme of it is that um. The people that speak the most don't count. And it's the person that's actually in the arena, mm. metaphorically speaking, mm. that does try. And if, he, uh, and, if he, and if he passes, he knows the triumph of great achievement. And if he fails, he knows how it feels to be a, to, to be a failure. Yeah. But not the person who, does, who only fantasizes and takes on their idea of those two things. You, ever, his own. you ever think about... Maybe that's how it is with, let's say, a psychologist who only did psychology out of pure interest, went yeah. to varsity, never went through anything emotionally yeah. scarring or anything, and he gets there to his new job, yeah. and he has to counsel someone who says, who has maybe like PTSD, has past traumas, anything, and he has his education, and that's like a cold understanding. Yeah. You can't empathize with the person that you're speaking to so, and they're speaking to you. So it's like there's already a barrier and you can't help that person. Yeah. I think so, man. I think so. To a certain degree, you know. Because I think that's what that's what makes um 
that's what makes a good doctor mm. in that field. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? I yeah. think there's just certain traits that we should have mm. when we go into a certain faculty. Okay. Especially like look at us. Okay, I, I think we excel better than other people in medicine science because mm-hmm. we're capable of doing that. Mm. So doctors have that stem, stomach to yeah. deal with people when they are dying on the, on the beds, yeah. to have steady hands mm. when they operate and not cutting on arteries. Mm. And also with psychologists, there's certain traits that a person should have in order to be able to excel when they become a practitioner, you know, or like to open up their own uh, clinic yeah. to help patients. So I think there has to be a, a certain level of of awareness about and understanding yeah. and having the empathy to be able to to be able to deal with that person about and make them calm and get through to them. Mm. So I think there there is a certain level that, you, that a person should 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 have a certain level of understanding. But uh, don't you feel like anybody can get there with sort of like time and learning new things because there are certain things or precepts in the 48 laws of power uh-huh. where you basically don't do as the hard commands. You don't do stuff that is empathetic towards other people. Earlier on, we were talking about dominating other people. Yeah. To another person, that might sound totally like bad. evil or bad or something yeah. like that. But to me, it sounds like ah, it's necessary. That's how you yeah. make money. That's how you profit. That's how you grow exponentially yeah. because other people will work for your means while getting bare minimum to yeah. support themselves. So, I understand it, but another person might not. Um, yeah, I feel like I got lost in thought. <laughs> what, what, was the, what was the train of thought we were going with? It was... Psychologists must have yes. felt certain yeah. things in order to be there. The thing is, that change only came about after going through certain experiences. Mm-hmm. So, through those experiences, I changed my way of thinking. Yeah. Whereas, probably a few years ago, I would have disagreed with your view. Yeah. So, True. way of thinking is like... It changes. Mm, yeah, man, I think with, with what you said about the psychologist, it's a... Uh, I think that's what makes him passionate about helping people because mm. he's been through that situation. doesn't necessarily mean because he's felt those emotions that he can then help himself because after all, you have to study. For mm. It. Mm. And um, I think that's where the passion is. You know, even if things are going hard and you haven't helped, helped a certain number of people, you'll still remember that day when you were at your lowest and you know the help that you needed. Yeah. But now you have been equipped with the ability to help the people in need. You know what I mean? So I think um, taking the emotions out of it, it is a st- like you, you study for it, you get the knowledge, mm. yeah, but, and you are equipped with all the things that you need to be able to help that those people that come to you. But what do you think that is? Do you think that's a passion or that's a purpose? Like a purpose? Because I feel like those two are different. Mm. A passion you do for yourself is something right. that makes you happy. It's a selfish thing that you can do for yourself. Yeah. Your purpose is for other people. Yeah. I so what do you purpose. think? Purpose. Purpose, yeah. So then purpose. what would a, a psychologist personally gain from that? From reliving his own experiences through other people 
and through helping them, does it help himself? I think it does help himself. I think it. I think it does, man. I think it does. I think it's like the same as a coach mm. that never made it to 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 become a football player, but is able to coach other people and make sure that where he where where he stumbled, yeah, they never will, and they get to 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 go further than he ever could. Yeah, you know. Although he knows that he will never ever be a football player, mm. you know, be that good, but he's able to help other people, and it's a purpose in in its own way, mm. yeah, because um, I think if he's able to do that, he finds fulfillment in, in, in being able to help other people. Mm. And it just comes to like, I think it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a way of accepting what's, what's, what's happened and, and it's the truth. Yeah. And just helping others. So I think it's similar with like a psychologist where the person will be able to help other people, although his past trauma is there, he recognizes it, acknowledges it, mm. but doesn't let that, that stop him. From being able to help others, yeah, I think it's his purpose here. Yeah. yeah, man, that's what I. But it is what it is, bro. It is what it is. But in this career, man, civil engineering, I, bro, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still thinking a lot, bro. Like, Maybe a lot of stressful, stressful stuff. Hey, like it's stress, bro. I mean, you have to admit to yourself sometimes that we're largely here for the money. I mean, that's what doesn't matter to me anymore. <laughs> yeah, but then the initial, yeah. the initial thing at the beginning, there was an interest, and that interest was it was um. Not to say it was grown, but it was nourished by certain people and people who kept the ideas alive. close to you and alive. Yeah. So now that the idea is out on its own now, and it's in an isolated it's space, and it's yours yeah. entirely. Only you can influence it. The yeah. outside world may influence you in other ways, but now in this idea, it's only you who can make it prosper yeah. and nurture it. And now it's like it's feeling iffy, you know, cause feeling iffy. Yeah, because you don't see the good part of it now. You mm. see all the parts like, fuck, I still have to work twenty hours, or even like I like. Remember, I told you I did a twenty-six hour shift. Yeah, because we had to pour concrete. And that took a toll on me, bruh. I, yeah, was, I wasn't even a bucky. I was wearing my overalls. Uh, I didn't bring a jacket. And I was, it was cold as fuck yeah. outside. Mm. I was sleeping at the back of a bucky with cement as a pillow, bruh. Like the bed. And I was like, okay, this thing is nice from the outside. Yeah, you, know, yeah. it's, it's, you, you only see the nice parts. And you never get exposed to the bad parts until you actually are there with it, man. Mm, you mm, know? Mm. So I think we were just in love with the, with the, with the, with the nice parts. Because that's what we wanted to see. We never took the time and say. Okay, here's the good part about this thing. Is this thing the only is gonna be is it gonna be the only motive for me to pursue it? Or am I gonna pursue it because of the long term? Yeah. And how the bad part is also gonna affect me. Mm. Sure the good part is gonna make you happy. But how sad is the bad part of yeah. it? Yeah. Working yeah. twenty hour twenty hour shifts, mm. not seeing your family, traveling. If it happens like this racial tension as well, mm. and uh, there's other people that you're competing with that have work just as hard as you mm. but are more driven than you are and if you really think about it all of those things they accumulate in some sort of trauma on yeah. the human mind it is mm. they say you grow gray hair bro. <laughs> you know <laughs> another guy has told me like Sam you're only gonna work here until you're 14 and from there you're gonna something like you won't last like yeah. 40 is the breaking point for most guys because uh. you know, first of all you're working with men uh. second you're working with 
deadlines yeah. and money. Uh. So every single thing that you do, you're paying people hourly. It's not the salary. Yeah. So they have they have to make sure that they do their work. You have to make sure that you're on target. Mm. And there's a timeline for every single task that needs to be done. Yeah. And if you don't achieve that, the company starts losing money. Yeah. Any company, in, in fact, starts losing, losing money. money. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's all of those responsibilities. And then there's still the he- the health and safety. If someone gets hurt, who, who answers for that? If the building does collapse three years after the contract has been done yeah. and the detention period is, is passed, who's going to be responsible? So it's all those things that you have to think about. Mm. I think those are the things that you don't get exposed to. But you see the... Like I remember that um, when Ilona asked me, like, Sam, I know you're going to ask me about the company's values. I know you're going to ask me about what we do. But just try something new, you know? Yeah. Tell me about yourself. Yeah. So I told you that I went to the bridge building competition. Mm. So then she asked me, what do you think we do? And I said to her, you guys build buildings and you build skyscrapers. Yeah. Because that's what I thought construction is. I never knew there's people that do drawings and I never knew there's people that actually build. And yeah. there are contractors that build. So for me, when I started working, I just didn't see the, I didn't see the, the I saw, I didn't, I was seeing the holistic picture. Like, this yeah. is a construction. But I didn't know the minor details that go into making it that whole. It's like when you were telling picture. me that there was a different percentages or different types of soil and stuff for just bruh. concrete, and I was like, "Yeah, there's a lot, bro. <laughs> there's a few lot, and there's many people's lives involved. Mm. And the the higher you go, the more responsible you become, because your actions affect them. Yeah, you know. Mm. And it's it's just those things, man." I think it's big responsibility. It's either you fill the shoes or you find smaller ones. There's no way around it. There's <laughs> no way around it. And there's no lifestyle. Another type of law in 48 laws is to never fill the shoes of a great man. Yeah. Because you will always fail if you try and live up to someone else's image. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It's crazy, bro. But That's if you crazy. really think about it, like... Even sometimes, most people chase ghosts. Like, mm. most people try and become their their role model. Or yeah. they try and be that person until they get to see what that person's life is like. And then they start to become disillusioned with that life. And then yeah. something happens. Or But I think also, like us as people, yeah, Bona, we mm. have to also learn to not see bad things as bad things all the time. Mm. It's bad because we've been thinking about it that way like let me make an example when it comes to responsibility mm. say now you're at home and it's you and you have a brother yeah the brother sees washing dishes as keeping the house clean and you see dishes as a, as a chore yeah you know what i mean although you want to eat from clean plates but you're not willing to clean the dishes yeah so i think it's the same thing as at work is um it's insecurity and security as well like you want to earn the 50,000 and 60,000 rand a month. Yeah. But are you willing to take on the responsibility that comes with it? Are you willing to study the long hours in varsity or you want to groove and settle for less? You know what I mean? I remember we were going to um, Mr. Elsa's class and we were like, I don't want to be mediocre. Yeah. Ne? Yeah. And like, are you willing to, 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 to settle for something that's mediocre? We were all there with Robert Kiyosaki books and we were like, no, this isn't going to take us anywhere. Yeah. Questioning, so we were like, Sir, why are you going to teach us a real world myth? <laughs> yeah, bro. I think that's just the thing is seeing hard work is a good thing. Yeah. It's not really a bad thing. Seeing Malaysia as the thing holding us back 
because one of the reasons why I love Fraser as well, mm. he said um, it's really hard to want to do 20 push-ups but listen to your body at the same time. Okay, let's say, okay, 20 small, but no, let's no, say no, no, 100. No. Yeah, but then I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Because in, um, since me, I don't do conventional gym, I do calisthenics. Yeah. So part of building upper body strength is learning how to do a proper handstand without any type of support and you have to hold yourself like that for like 40 something seconds but that's usually as a warm-up imagine like the experienced guys do that as a warm-up but me i'm still like up against the wall like balancing balancing, you know for the course of working nicely start (laughs) leading left to right exactly so you must be there balancing and it turns out it's actually with your fingers that you must yeah it's weird that way but it works the same way as like a crane where it's the and base. Some people just get it like I remember my friend who we were twelve uh, and this guy was just oh, <laughs> on his hands bro, and start walking. And you know, when everyone's gonna try doing it myself, I'm like fuck. Yeah, it's no. fine. It's fine. <laughs> Even if I can't do it. But then it's like it's the hard work that builds that strong mm. muscle. That's what I like about calisthenics. Yeah. You do stuff that is like at first it's simple, but then it gets harder. And harder, and you'll probably do one rep of something that they'll make look easy yeah. in the video. But once you're able to do it perfectly, yeah. that one rep, you'll be stronger than you've ever been afterwards. Yeah. But now imagine if you just gave up at that moment, you're like, ah, ah this is too hard. This is impossible. This is impossible. Let me just chill and let me yeah. do my normal stuff, my normal 20 push ups, my normal whatever. And then you just remain a normal person. True. Nah, it doesn't work. So that's why, man, like, from that example alone, it's like, you know, we have to do 100 push-ups and you get into 70 and you're like, fuck. I think I can just rest. I think I can just stop. So I think it's 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 that, man, like, uh, it's that silencing, that that, 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 mm, that voice that tells you mm, it's difficult, mm, mm. you know. And just understanding that I won't be able to do it now. Yeah. But the more I try the better I become. Yeah. And I think it's the same, like, uh, building that resilience and grit. Yeah, that's true. That's building true. That resilience that's true. And grit. Hey, that's why, that's why I just always preach that stuff to us. Then. But that's why I was always like, uh, <laughs> like, motivated, like, let's get this stuff, bro. That's why I was always hey. motivated, bro. Like, I think that's what, I think that's the, that's the brilliant thing that, um, they were able to do for us as young people. Mm. It's not that, uh, they gave us textbooks to study. Yeah. Mm. But they built our character, man. Yeah. You know, mm. they built our character so that even though in the most difficult of times, we always are able to look within and not blame the outer That's world right. mm. and be like, shit, it's because of A, B, and C, D. Mm. But then we look at our own flaws and how we can change ourselves so that we can see the, the, the environment in yeah. a different light. And you also see how alike you are with people that don't have the same mindset as you. Yeah. But then you're like, actually, I've gone through something similar to them. Mm. And then you help them relate. And then they relate to you in one way or the other. And you find that, hey, you're similar, actually. Yeah. Like, imagine if you if they never built our character. And then you in varsity now, the course is chowing you, bro. You have to put in 20 hours uh, more uh, in a week than uh, <laughs> the other students. If you had not had, like, a strong character, mm. I'm sure you would have been like, this course is hard. I must change. Yeah. Instead of saying, this course is challenging. It's challenging. But, Let's I think I can do something about it. Instead yeah. of being, saying, the course 
is listen, listen, listen. Be like, I can do something about it. Mm. And then changing, changing, you know, for like the course. Hey, but changing your thinking, changing your thinking is harder than, but actually, no. Changing your thinking is changing your lifestyle. Yeah. And it's a, it's a hard thing to do. It's harder mm-hmm. than changing the channel of TV. If only it was that easy, that way, where you could just go into, but actually you can go into a different mindset. But then I feel like flow state is different than a change in mindset. Flow state is like your most productive, uh, not mood, but they say that when you wake up, yeah. you're running on mostly the alpha wave, alpha brain wave of your, um, yeah, in your alpha brain wave when you yeah. wake up. So your first hour in the morning, you're not really supposed to do anything on your phone because yeah. your highest level of concentration will yeah. go into what's happening in your phone. If you go straight oh. to Instagram, you'll be caught scrolling. That's how you can scroll in the morning for like, let's say, almost 20 minutes and you look at the time like, yeah, 20 minutes just passed. Yeah. Whereas, fast, if you fast, think fast. about it, uh, if you think about it, if you wake up in the morning and you're in that high level of concentration and like, I'm man. Let me just quickly clean the house. Yeah. And then, okay, what's going on with the lectures? Next thing you know, you're actually prepping for a lecture. Whereas yeah. before, it was difficult to prep for a lecture. Yeah. If you think about it. And now you're like, you're prepping for a lecture and you open up and you're like, oh, okay, I, I at least understand what's going on yeah. in the classroom. And you actually focused. Yeah. Because you didn't look at your phone. But I think there's a lot of aspects to people's lives that does influence their success in anything. Mm. And there's certain things that we don't tend to that we don't tend to focus on and or really think about deeply. Yeah. But they have a really big effect mm. um, on our lives. Because mm. I remember the the one guy was um was speaking and there's and so he's a I think he's a I don't know man, he's a scientist or something. Let me just term him as a scientist. Mm-hmm. He's a scientist and he was researching um, football players, but the American football with the oh yeah, like the, with the his head collisions and everything. Yeah, yeah those yeah. ones. So he was. They were doing a study. It was I think it was like a thirty-year study. Yeah. So they started with the guys when they were still fifteen, mm. and um, the kid they they followed them until they were forty-five to see how their lives would turn out. Yeah. I think it was like thirty people. So let's say from the thirteen, eh, ten mm. comes from wealthy families. Yeah. Like really rich families. Mm. The other ten comes from more what uh, middle class. Middle class. The ten. Mm. The other ten comes from like bad places like Compton. Mm. You know, like where there's shooting every day, yeah, 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 yeah. and there's, the children are traumatized until yeah. they numb to the pain. Mm. And um, so the first thing about that they spoke about those guys are obviously talented. Yeah? So they took the names. I mean the 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 the, the birthdays yeah. of all the guys that uh, were playing. Like the 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 chosen that got chosen for the NFL, mm. and if you look at those, uh, they look at their birthdays and they recognize that um, majority of the players' there's birthdays are from August and October, and November. Okay. And the reason why that worked was because those guys were physically physically more fit and mature than mm. the guys born in January, especially if you're 15. I mean, those guys are already hitting puberty; mm. they're already growing like maybe taller or stuff like that. Mm. And those guys weren't, they still hadn't hit that uh, adolescent, adolescent uh, phase at uh, okay. one point. So then they get, they got chosen for, for the sport mm. and the other guys got left behind. People that are born in January, February or, or March mm. because they weren't so physically fit and also the maturity wasn't there. 
So then that's the first thing that got some of the students kicked out in the 30. So see, now we're left with the uh, 25. Yeah. Five, the 10 are rich. Uh, maybe five in the middle class mm-hmm. remaining, and then the other 10 poor guys are still there. Yeah. And the other thing they saw when it comes to success outside of school, when they've been responsible for themselves, is those guys né, that came from the poor, um, the poor families, they are the ones that tend to fail more even if they are more talented mm. than the people that came from the poor, from the richer or middle class, but it's because of their lives and yeah, how they're, they're affected. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's how the, it's their thought processes as well, yeah. how their character was built and their family situations and how it takes a toll on them. Yeah. So most of them resorted to taking alcohol or resorted to taking drugs and obviously got getting kicked out yeah, and yeah, yeah. losing their scholarships mm. and things like that. And the other ones... Um, remained like the rich guys mm. and the thing that was like uh, the main focus of the of the study is that kids that come from a home that don't, doesn't have a lot of stress and doesn't have a lot of uh, baggage yeah they tend to be happier people mm. but then the ones that aren't tend to focus on the, tend to focus on problems yeah like if they're in a situation and it's difficult they focus on the, the problem, problem not, and the, not the solution mm. and because they've been exposed to so much stress in their lives and then they became numb to it it's more of a comfort zone you know to complain to point fingers when you are the main problem and not changing yourself hey but don't you feel like we do that every day as students because we're literally out here like we're like oh your course is towing your high this much really is too much the lecture is being difficult the you know, all of that, we yeah. we always focus on what the problem is yeah. and not how we can actually change it or how we can overcome it. We don't, you never hear, or maybe you never hear a, a normal student. Let me not yeah. say a dedicated student or honor student or something like that. Let me say, you won't hear a normal student say, no, I have to put in more hours. The, the module just got a little bit more challenging. But if I put in two more hours tonight, mm. I should be able to... I think it's, for me, I think it's character and the way you developed yourself. Because uh, when I was working last year, the Umdana, she's, um, I think she's uh, doing medicine or, or engineering. I'm not sure which, which tool she's doing. Mm. But uh, she's in Stellenbosch yeah. now. Got there, bro, the girl was crying and everything. Yeah. And it was really bad. But the person she was in high school wasn't very, wasn't influenced by the person she became when she was uh, in uh in university yeah because um, remember, I, I was talking to a friend that was telling me about her mm. and the friend told me like uh, the girl only gave herself one hour and in that one hour she was horse riding so in a day so mm-hmm. from waking up at 5am yeah to, to, to going to bed at 10 she yeah. only gave herself one hour to, to that's, that's her fun thing like this is my fun thing oh, no playstation oh. no hanging out with friends mm. and uh, she only listens to classical music okay so when she didn't become number one, yeah, because that's her identity. Mm. That's who she is. She's not a person that, uh, when she feels stressed out, then she's gonna say, "Let me go chill with my friends." And yeah, speak. Mm. she never did any of that. So that's who she was. So when she was in that situation and she was facing that problem, mm. she just told herself, "Okay, this is happening to me. I'm not. I'm no longer number one. I'm no longer the best. Mm. What can I do?" And she's because she, it's because she was never the person. That other people are. Mm. That's what separated her, you know, from following the. Crowd. Yeah, it's like it's like what G was saying earlier on in the kitchen. When you finally find what works for you, 
Yeah. Don't listen to what other people say too much. Yeah. Because it could work for you and you could be actually doing pretty well. Yeah. Doing your style and doing this weird thing that nobody understands. Yeah. What you're doing it for, why you're doing it, who you're doing it for. Yeah. And she adapted, bruh. Mm. And she's still doing the same thing, like giving herself one hour. Mm. You know, still giving herself the one hour to do whatever she likes. But I'm not sure what she does because I didn't ask. And she's number one now <laughs> in, the, in the faculty. She got golden key and everything. Yeah. Imagine, bruh. Like, hey, she's disciplined, though. Disciplined, bruh. Only one hour. Because I don't think I'd be able to, like, be like, okay, I only one hour to relax or do a certain thing. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't. I take so many breaks when I like, let's say after lectures, yeah. I take a break, I eat, and then I'm watching something. And yeah. then after that, like, I'll probably do something. But uh, afterwards, I do exercise. That's a break. That's an active break. Yeah. And then that would count probably as an hour. That means that's it for the day. And then for the rest of the day, rest of the night, the only thing I gotta focus on is work. Is work. But that's something that I don't do. I mean, I think it's the same, bro. Is the that basic principle of the of the push-ups? Mm. You know, like you know what you have to do. But so yeah. you listen to your body. <laughs> so it's listening to. I don't want to call it a distraction. Uh, but finding it's finding the comfort. Yeah. In a discomforting situation, mm, 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 you know, like mm. for me, if I don't feel like sleeping, I find. I mean, if I don't feel like working, I find comfort in sleeping, bro. Because I know the stress won't be as much. Mm. So I think just overcoming those things, and uh, the way we see certain stimulants, then uh, yeah, we, it shapes the way we see, the way we're gonna perform. That's true. I mean, like now I wanna go jogging and everything. I never did it the whole flipping year. Yeah, but I did then, think about it because I know it's healthy. I know the uh, benefits. But now I'm only doing it because I know that I want to build that discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Build that discipline. I actually want to go jogging with you guys sometime. Just to, just to see. Yeah, just to this route. So it's like, I will. Who's the interfaith? Power King. But we all start somewhere, Joe. We all start somewhere. Yeah. But um, I think a lot of the stuff that we were taught in iGems mm. are very, very useful. That's true. And uh, we, we shouldn't forget them. Even the journaling thing. Yeah. Yeah, we really forgot about that. <laughs> the priority. I think there was a square with yeah, four blocks. Because yeah. when I called Mandela, mm. I first called uh, Omani, then mm. I called Olita. Olita, mm. wasn't yeah, Lita, yeah. When I called Lita, Lita told me they didn't fail anything. But it was like time management, time management, time yeah, management is an important thing. When I called Mandelak, Mandelak was chilled. He was like, ah, chance, <laughs> it's easy, but the discipline has to be there. Uh, and he told me about the thing. That's what he, that's what, that's what he was using. Yeah. Using the, the thing, blocks, finding uh, the things that are um, a priority. Yeah. And that braving thing as well mm. that we were taught. I mean, all those other things that we were taught. It was two years, for God's sake, bro. Uh. But I hardly remember less than like. But it's because one another, like, they actually put they're it older. into application. Yeah, they're older. They knew what they were talking about. Uh. It's like telling a child, don't touch a stove. You know, because you got burnt when you were young. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. So, I, it's our time. It's our time. It's our time now. Mm. But the nice thing, I think, the nice thing about us, you know, is that that we know that you're doing it for us? Yeah, you're not doing yeah. this for someone else. Mm. It's, 
it's really difficult to be doing it because of someone else than to be doing it because it's something that you love. And the nice thing I like about Kate is she's very like she she says like whatever decision that you make, um, we still believe in you and everything. But mm. if you choose not to do engineering, it's fine. You know, it's what you want, and it's yeah. what we here, it's what we're here for. Mm. You know, and obviously it's gonna impact them because it's like they failed in a way. But that's that understanding as well. Is yeah. Still there. Because you know, like our parents, maybe jobs are very scarce. It's, it's hard to get a living because of their circumstances. Mm. Then it'll be it's, it'll be difficult for them to be able to allow us to make choices based on yeah it'd be things they don't understand. Mm, it'd be difficult to accept. Mm, yeah, mm. imagine that, bro. But I think it just comes with growth. It's like it's like a family of lawyers, and then the youngest son wants to be a musician. Imagine, just G out of nowhere. There's the security in being a musician. Mm, hey, you have to be on idols for them to at least know your backstory. Exactly, and have a following. <laughs> don't train them. You just be another artist, one hit wonder, bro. <laughs> yeah, just be there on Instagram singing mm. sort songs there, getting Imagine. a few likes, but that's it. You it's aren't much harder because there's so many artists, so many people. Compete. Hey. Yeah, they still need us on Fruit Loops right now. Yes. DJing there, like, yes. ah, we do it. I know a lady, bro. She's 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 a, she's a DJ. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm gonna take coffee. And I'm like, yeah, DJ. Yeah. yeah I'm like, what do you actually do for work? She's like, no, I'm a DJ. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> and I don't even know her. And I promise you, don't even know her. Do you know DJ Don? No. Uh-uh. But it's what she's passionate about. It's what she finds. It's what she is finds she, happiness in. Yeah. Is she getting gigs? She is getting kicked. Okay. But I, I think that the thing that works for her is that she's connected. Oh, yeah. Although she's not a very good DJ, mm. but she gets connections. Like, she knows Big Zool. Yeah. So, wherever he performs, especially now, it's December. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of shows yeah. where he's going to be going. I think there's another guy who called him Tabaya Mali or something. Oh. Yeah. So, she knows them. Tabaya said to buy. So, she knows them. So whenever they they make a show, yeah. they're the main stars. I think there's a, there's other DJs that also perform, mm, and then she's and then one of she's those. She's on the lineup, okay? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she's she's one of those like okay. on the lineup. So that's what she does, man. But she she finds happiness. But mm. if she came from a family of lawyers and doctors, and then they find out that's what she's doing. They're not gonna understand, bro. Yeah, that's something true. they don't know. Mm. Something they definitely don't know. But yeah, man, it's part of life. You know, I, like I started playing chess again, bruh. Yeah, man, I'm taking it seriously. Like, hey, you know, you know, I actually thought about getting back into chess again. And I was like, yo, should I? Should I not? Mm. And then I just, I don't know, it just went to the back of my mind. So I guess it's like sometimes in life, you see that one moment where you're like, should I? Should I not? Sometimes it's for a bad thing. Sometimes yeah. it's for an opportunity. Yeah. And then... A lot of times we say you don't because you're not comfortable with the opportunity. Yeah, I started playing it for the wrong reason. I was like, let me get, let me engage my <laughs> mind again. <laughs> let me do something that's gonna challenge my mind. But the thing I learned, man, I spent two years not playing chess. And the thing I realized is, you know, there's many books written about chess. There's yeah. Many players that have been um, around. There's many champions that have come and gone. Mm. You know, but the game has never changed. There's always there's rules, there's tactics, there's strategy, and there's sixteen pieces this side, sixteen pieces that side. Everyone has an equal equal chance to win. Yeah. But not not everyone does. And that, that question was um like I was thinking like 
am I still playing the same way I still played when I left this game? Or have I grown in a way? I feel like if in these two years, if I had learned, took time and learned the game, mm. how it's played, the rules, the ways I should win, memorizing the different moves mm. that a player can play in the beginning, in the middle game, and the end game, the different uh, combina- combinations, you know, mm. understanding how two, play- two pieces work together, you know, all those things. Yeah. If I had known the basics and uh, get more advanced in the, in the two years, yeah. I feel like I wouldn't just be playing J, like just going in there and be like, start moving things around yeah, because of my own experience. Mm. Obviously, there's someone better than me that took time and studied the game and is going to go higher until he meets someone who's equally skilled and then he does more and then he gets higher. So that's, that's the thing I learned from Chessman is that although I took... Two years, I'm still where I was. I didn't like move up. You move up. Mm. You move up. So I think it's the same thing about life and like, but metaphorically speaking. Yeah. Mm. Like I feel like there's a set of, let's call it rules. Yeah. Right? For where you are, that you must have. So as a baby, all you have to do is just cry, feed you, clothe you. Then as a child, just don't get into trouble. Don't run in front of cars. There's things that you must do, which mm. you mustn't do, so that you that you not. And the older you get, the more complex it gets. Mm. You know, especially like now, your parents aren't around. Then you have to be responsible for yourself. So yeah. you have to understand things at different levels. That's why even in chess, there's a beginner, and middle guy, there's uh, masters, there's grandmasters. Yeah. You know, so there's levels. You know, so I think with, with this as well, is that um, perhaps if I I can argue that if I had kept on playing chess now. Yeah. For the two years. Mm. I would be better than I am, but I won't be better than someone who takes time and learns the game. If I had to meet someone who took two years to learn the game, I think we would be at the same level. But mm. I would be learning from my experiences and he would be understanding the game. But there is also a chance that I won't improve. Yeah. I'll just be uh, repeating the same mistakes. Mm. So I think it's the same, man. I think we just have to take time, learn where we are, understand what you need to have and be prepared. And just yeah, go on from there. And then at the same time, you mustn't forget that there's the human element in chess. And yeah. the reason that you do get better is because you face other people. True. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's the people's mistakes that make you win. Mm. Yeah, it's people's mistakes. Because there was a computer that no one could beat. The thing I think you could calculate like a thousand or even like three thousand moves a second. Didn't you tell me that there was one chess player that beat? Yeah, there was one chess player, Gary Kasparov. Mm. But I think it's because it was it was the beginning, like mm. it was in the nineties, and oh, computers weren't so advanced yeah, okay, yeah, like okay. they are now. Mm. Yeah, well, Otherwise, now it would be. Oh, it was still like the paper was coming out, and the guys <laughs> were checking the mistakes. Yeah, you know, and, and I don't know what the paper was for. Yeah, like, I never yeah, did yeah. this. In, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't stuff. know. But then they were checking the paper. But now you just plug it in there, or it has its own battery, mm. and then you start playing and you lose. Like it Ush. calculates, it computes faster than the human mind, Ush. and it showed people that intuition doesn't always get you the win no matter how many times or how many people try sometimes just pure intelligence yeah and uh reasoning yeah. but our capacity is lower than the machines mm, yeah that's, so that's true, that's, true. That's, that's, that's why you lost but do you also realize that hey human beings like we're emotional people we're like we're emotional beings emotional. like it's a choice to be like rational, rational and to think okay no calm down let's look at the situation from another angle yeah, it's a choice. And then approach it. It's a choice. Got hormones in it. So it's just like the people who say that 
they can't control themselves in certain situations. Like let's say a guy um he has anger issues mm-hmm. and then um he there's a situation and then he sees something and then he gets angry like immediately and then ah he's beating someone up, whatever, whatever. Yeah. When he goes to jail, he's going to plead that no, he couldn't control himself, his emotions took over, whatever, whatever. But at the same time, self control is it translates over to self respect. Yeah. The way that I see it. So the more that you control yourself, the more you gain respect for yourself and yeah. self respect will kind of respect from other people like think. Yeah. So if a person can control themselves, if that angry person could control themselves, they could use that excess emotion, like emotion, yeah, at the correct times, yeah, yeah, well, unleash it in the correct type of manner, and then I feel like that's how people win in this life, in this life yeah. game. That's true. I think fundamentally, you're just understanding yourself, mm. and understanding your triggers, and understanding how your 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 mind works and how you you react to certain emotions. That whole thing of uh, a person going out to see the world when the whole time the world was within them. Yeah. Yeah, ne? Yeah, man. You know, you you only as low as things you do, like you said, the respect thing. Mm. When taking someone, it's promiscuous. They're only as low as the, the promiscuity they they, they do. Mm. You know what I mean? And if you you like, uh, nah, I'd rather wait for a special day or a special person mm. or special relationship then you like respect himself but if you just go and make impulsive decisions that you regret one day mm. or you know that you that aren't good for you mm. but are nice for the for the short term time mm. you as is only as low and you only as respecting yourself you know in that way yeah it's bad but it's, it's true man i think just understanding ourselves is the way for it's the way forward understanding the times you're living in because obviously yeah, also times are different. And, uh, people's ideas are different. Hey, but I think that's where I should end this one right off. Yes, because sir. hey, we could speak for hours that way and it's going towards now.